How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. How we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B-O-B, where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? Okay, well, it's a cloudy day on my side of town. We have some rain Pummeling uh, the windows here, so we didn't get much snow on the East Coast this winter. But we are getting plenty of warm weather and rain, and I guess that's a good thing. All right, so what's happening? Okay, so I'm hoping all is well on your side of town as it is for me on my side of town. And today I bring you another interesting podcast topic, and that is marriage vows, or should I say the marriage vow, until death do we part. Yes, that is the topic today to discuss the the wedding vow, I should say, the wedding vow, uh, until death do we part. And my position on that, I think, that particular vow should be omitted from the standard marital vows. Now, I say standard marital vows because basically nowadays people are pretty much, and in and, and the large part, doing, you know, making their own vows, creating their own vows. But there is still a contingent, a rather large contingent of people who um, abide by the standing or standard wedding vows that I'll share with you momentarily. And so let's, let me just, never mind all this, let me just jump right on in and get down on the discussion regarding the wedding vow until death do we part. Like, wow, like what, what does, what does that even mean? Now, you know, I have to start by saying that a long time ago, when I was about 20 years old, I was the best man in my oldest brother's wedding. And although by that time I had attended a number of weddings, you know, between family members and friends, and however, I I had never heard the wedding vows up close like I did when I was the best man in my brother's wedding. And I have to tell you, I was really 
taken aback when I heard at that time those standard wedding vows, you know, um, they go something like this. I take you to be my, no, I'm sorry. I take you to have and to hold from this day forward for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and cherish until death do we part. Now, now those vows were fine up to up to that last one until death do we part. Okay, because when I when I heard that particular vow up close as a twenty year old single young man you know, who would soon be graduating from college and and perhaps one day be looking forward to get married myself. Well, I was somewhat taken aback or AKA blown away. I turned to my brother and I whispered to him. I said, I said, do you, man, do you hear that? And he just smiled, you know, because we were both under the influence of some external substances of which I can't remember. However, with that, you know, I, I, I am not sure he he either heard the vow or, or that he even cared about the vow at all. But anywho, the idea that when we marry, we take vows that state until death do we part. What does that even mean? Let me just say, I mean, I know what it means. But what I'm talking about, I'm looking past, you know, what it means, you know, on the surface. I want to look beneath the surface of what that says, you know, or what that means. You know, does it mean that we stay together no matter what? whether or not it is a good marriage or bad marriage, depending on your standards of good or, or, or what you consider to be a good or bad marriage. You see, I have been married twice, and I'm currently you know, approximately 17 years in with my second wife or my second marriage. And on the other hand, you know, there's no way I could have stayed married to my first wife until either one of us died. Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, I remember the all the legal battles that I had after we were, you know, no longer married. When we were divorced, I had been back and forth to court so much with her. I asked my attorney, like, like, when is all of this going to end? And my attorney at that time, she said, this will end when one of you, one of you die. And, and so, you know, in that regard, until death do we part, you know, that's a, that's a real thing. And so, um, I have to say it was a difficult relationship and I'll say it like this. Everything that was supposed to be good in that marriage was bad. And all of the bad in that marriage took up most of our time. And that right there says that this could not last a lifetime. Okay. Now, I want to say that without disparaging, you know, the ex. That's not what I'm trying to do here. You see, but when you are committed to a person, that commitment should be with a person 
that allows you to be committed for a lifetime because that person, you know, would bring a balance of intelligence, you know, from an intellectual perspective or or just have some good common sense while at the same time that person should also have a good level of, you know, emotional intelligence because the emotional intelligence is that that thing that some of us have that that allows us to overcome some of life's unforeseen occurrences. And so these are, you know, just two of the qualities or traits of an individual that gives a couple a chance to live out that vow of until death do we part. I mean, think about this. The divorce rate is 40% the first time, 64% the second time, and 71% the third time. There is a large percentage of people who are not abiding by this vow. I mean, I just read the stats on divorce regarding marriage. And that is because it is a lot to ask a human being to do to stay with a person until death do we part. Oh, my God. And so, especially if if one, if you should marry a person, you know, whose antics or infidelity or abusive tendencies or just a mere, uh, a person with the, a mere lack of relationship skills, it is, I would have to say, it's hard to live up to such an absolute vow that that we will be together until death do we part. Now, there are some, you know, from perhaps, perhaps the traditional marriage vows and and, and and have those kind of values or, you know, they may come with a more religious spin on their life perspective in regard to, you know, their fav- favorable favor- favorable view of the notion that you stay married no matter what until death do you part. But for me, at this point in time, I, I I have seen both sides of marriage, good and bad. And of course, I've done a lot of research on marriages and and the people I know and friends and things I see on the news. And for the most part, it looks like there's more bad marriages than than good. And so I will be the first to tell you that, you know, it was a very arduous task for me to be in a marriage after taking that vow to think that I would be in in this scenario until I die. No, no, no. We got to have some options, okay? And I guess, you know, that is what this discussion is about Do you stay no matter what? Do you stay for the children? Do you stay because you believe in the vow? You know, until death do we part. Do you believe in that from a religious perspective? Now, I don't just ran off about four or five things, and not one of them included the love of the other person as the reason that we should stay together. And so in some cases, I am sure for some, as I said, the answer is probably a, a combo 
of all of the reasons, you know, I just gave to stay. But for me, you know, I do not like to be controlled or confined by a person, a religion, or incarceration, or or even by enslavement, if you will. And I will find my way out of a marriage that would be spiritually and lovingly contrary to how I would like to live and experience my life. And I hope the same is true for you. And so I just briefly wanted to discuss this topic, you know, to shed some light on this vial and whether or not we should or should not stay together in a marriage with a bad marital partner until you die. Now, let me just point out that I know that the vow does not state whether or not the person is good or bad. But the idea is that you, you know, usually you usually find out how bad the other person is in many cases, even if you had like a slight idea about the other person before you married you will definitely learn, you will definitely learn who that person is for real after you are married because that is when it all comes tumbling down, okay? And so these days, you know, couples are making their own vows more and more. And that may not include the vow, you know, some of these new vows or, or or custom custom made vows from you know each particular couple you know some of these new vows they don't include that vow until death do we part but even without the vow keep in mind that for some people even without that vow they plan to stay married and live out that vow even if it is not stated specifically during the wedding ceremony. So for now, that's all I have to, you know, for you on this topic. I'm going to leave it right there. Yes, I'm going to leave it right there. And I hope you enjoyed our discussion on the wedding vow until death do we part. Thanks again, my friend, for tuning in. Thank you for your support. And you can get my podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Make it a good day for yourself. And remember, life is good, even when it ain't. All right. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody 
with a word of song If I can show somebody he is traveling wrong Then my living will not be in vain Until we meet again Do the right thing when nobody is looking Peace, beloved